This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tech is unbelievably difficult, and it is not an easy industry. I've been in tech for over seven years, and I can quite honestly say that the longer I'm in tech, the more difficult it actually becomes. And why do I say that? It's because you do have to continuously learn, and you start to learn, you know, after closer to a decade in tech, you start to really learn what works in tech, and I guess you could say what doesn't, the do's and don'ts. I know I made a video about the dark truth of tech a couple months ago, but I've learned so much more over the last couple months than what I shared with you earlier this year, and I want to share that with y'all again. In this podcast, I've had the opportunity to interview a ton of different folks, from machine learning engineers to senior software engineers at Netflix to amazing developers who got jobs at Uber, at Discord, you name it, at Apple. I've even spoke with people who got a 4.0 GPA at Stanford, at Northwestern University, at Oxford, who interned and worked for NASA as an engineer, right? And I've got, and that's why I love this podcast, because I've had the opportunity to meet with so many different people. And one thing that I have generally understood more about myself after meeting all these people. And one thing that most of them have in common as well is that they found something that they genuinely love, which is extremely important, whether in life or if if in tech, where this industry that we work in is a grind. It is very competitive and it is very cutthroat. Why? One team in engineering can cost as much as a million to two million to a couple million dollars a year of just five people. And if that team is not providing immediate value, you will lose your job or that team will be laid off. And the thing is, the engineers that work in that team will feel that pressure. It's a very high pressure environment that we work in. Maybe it depends on the team as well. And if you're going to work in a high-pressure environment, in a stretch, stre- stressful situation with extremely high expectations, you better love what you do. Now, why is this important? Why do I bring this up? I bring this up because for someone like myself, you know, I was supporting my parents, my fiance, my dogs, myself, my contractors that work for me too. 
I have the pressure of supporting all these different people, my animals, my life, my lifestyle. And I'm getting married next year. And we plan on having a kid next year. And for me, I guess you could say it's coming from an immigrant mindset, having with my parents moving here from the Philippines. I was born in America where it doesn't matter what anything costs, what what causes your mental health to potentially degrade as long as you take care of your family. Because to be honest, that's what brings us happiness is when our families are happy. That, that's what brings me happiness is when my dogs and my future wife and my future child are happy and well taken care of. And so for me, over the last seven years, my main focus wasn't finding a job, a job that I absolutely loved. It wasn't. It was how can I make the most money possible? How can I maximize my income? So while being a junior developer, then mid-level developer, and moving up in my tech career, I also had YouTube that brought that additional income to make sure I can take care of my family. But in result, my mental health went completely down the drain. Working with toxic manager after toxic manager, right? Or having two job offers and choosing one job over another simply because it pays $10,000 more per year over the company that was paying $10,000 less, even though that company was better for me, meaning I was happier there because every dollar mattered to me. And why, why do I put this, this kind of pressure on myself? I think number one, I've never been in a position where so many people rely on me. It was kind of weird because throughout my entire life, I was in a position where I needed people to provide for me, even well into my 20s, until I was homeless and at 27 years old or 26. And so then finally being in this position, it's just so much pressure, you know, of providing my family a particular lifestyle and et cetera, making sure I could continue doing well on YouTube, and hence why I burned out for, from YouTube for a couple months, closer to a year sometimes. And I came second. Well, over the last couple of weeks, especially really going all in on this podcast, as clear as it may have sounded from the beginning or as clear as it may be for so many people, I should have chosen my mental health first, right? I should have chosen my happiness first because as, if I'm happy, I can make sure that my family's even more happy. I think being someone who's public facing and everything from my professional nine to five job to my content on YouTube and this podcast on my main channel everywhere, you kind of subconsciously, unintentionally, unintentionally, intentionably, <laughs> unintentionally try to live the lifestyle of a YouTuber that you should live for everyone to see, for them to believe you. Where I don't, now, I don't need to have that lifestyle. Now, I live like I'm poor, even though I'm not. Right Now, when I live my life, even when I create content on YouTube, one thing I've learned, and I wish I learned soon, is no one cares about my, my, my lifestyle. What people care about is what value I can give you to help you get a career in tech and move up in your career. 
And so what I'm trying to get at is if at all possible, and if at all possible, right? Make it a goal to find a job that you truly enjoy. A couple months ago, I was interviewing, right, while working my job. And there was this company that reached out to me and was offering me more than what I'm earning now in tech. Remote job, and I rejected them. And I don't regret it, but I kind of do. Because on top of it being a great company, I thought I should be loyal to my company. And why am I talking about this in the midst of finding a job you enjoy? I think another thing that we tend to face in tech is loyalty. Loyalty is important, but I think it's important to remember that at the end of the day, you are a number to that company. That at the end of the day, that company can change its strategy and let you go like that at a moment's notice, to be honest, where they treat you like friends at one time and literally the next day they don't. And so another thing that I've learned is, yes, loyalty is important, but right now in the way that tech is, where there are layoffs left and right, your mental health and your stability and your happiness must come first. And so now for me, now for me, if ever I join another company in the future, I'm my next job, or I will find another company in the future. No one stays at the same company forever. My number one priority is to find a company that I would truly enjoy working at, where if it's going to require me to put in $160,000, $200,000 a month into the job, I want to enjoy learning that product. I want to enjoy building things with that product. I want to enjoy that space, whether if it's in data engineering, whether if it's machine learning, right, in LLMs, you name it, in databases, in front-end JavaScript, you name it. I want to be able to enjoy it because it's just that much more fun and you perform so much more better. That's my number one priority. Number two is, yeah, finding a job that you'd also enjoy working at. Culture, the manager's great. They treat you well, they respect you, and you're given opportunities. I think one of my bigger regrets was kind of leaving engineering to go more into DevRel at one point or the other. I mean, it happened. You feel that. Because I don't code as much as I do, as I used to. And I miss coding all the time. I miss it. Like, when I was a developer... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A front end engineer full time, more than DevRel, developer relations, developer advocacy. I was literally writing code from nine to five, nine to six, nine to seven, all day, and then getting home and writing more code. 
I kind of missed that. So my next role, something that I would truly enjoy is finding a job where I can also code. Where let's say if I join an AI company, I'd have a chance to learn more about our code base and potentially contribute, even if it's just a small amount here and there, so I can continue tickling that part of my brain that loves building things. I love creating content. I love giving talks. I love going to conferences. I love traveling the world. But if I have the ability to even build more things, that is a, a, a number one priority for me on top of what I would do in a job in, a, as a DevRel. It's, it's, just, it's just so important. After being in tech for as long as I've been in tech, I, I think that that must be a priority because I think the moment that you lose that technical ability of yours, you lose your value. Developers, engineers are not paid just for their soft skills. <laughs> but really, we're paid extremely well because of our technical ability. And that's something you have to maintain. Now, this probably doesn't apply to you because a lot of the people who are watching this are engineers or trying to be an engineer, not in DevRel. Another thing I want to talk about too is, gosh, the fact that the whole, it seems and it feels like the entire tech industry went remote. Amazing. Don't take that for granted if you work a remote job too. Because when I look at LinkedIn, I see a lot of these opportunities. A lot of jobs are now hybrid. A lot of companies are now moving from remote to hybrid and to even full-time on-site. Even the company I work at, if you look at the, the career opportunities at my company, Airbyte, we started as a fully remote company. And now that's transitioning to hybrid where people have to Go to work in person. And so it's changing. And so when I just think about how half of my career in tech has been remote now, since what happened a couple years ago, as everyone knows, gosh, I love working from home. I really do. At the same time, though, I do like working in the office. It's fun meeting people. And, and just going, for me personally, going to the office twice a week, not bad. Three times a little harder, right? But I do like working in the office too. But working from home is great, especially if you can work out of state, especially if you can live anywhere in the world. That's even better, right? When I'm actually considering potentially moving back to San Francisco and I was looking at the rent prices on Zillow. Oh my gosh. The house I live in now, which is pretty nice, is about $2,000 per month, 13, 14, 1,400 square feet, huge backyard, only 2000 bucks a month the same house in San Francisco or the surrounding cities in the bay would be about 6 to 7000 dollars a month crazy and for the same amount of pay because i'm already making a san francisco salary in las vegas so i would go from saving 7500 dollars a month to maybe 3 or 4 it, it's a big difference as you add up 12 months in a year right there's a difference between 40 to 50k a year to 70 to $80,000 a year in savings, which can go a very long way. So the cost of living skyrockets there. But yeah, I, I've just been looking at homes there and wow, it's expensive. <laughs> to to, right now, I pay $2,000 a month. To pay the equivalent of $2,000 a month in San Francisco in a decent area, I would have to move all the way to Pleasanton or Wal uh, Walnut Creek or something like that, which is an hour away from San Francisco and for a studio. 500 square foot studio just to pay the same amount of rent I'm paying right now. 
crazy, right? But this remote life, you don't know how long it'll last. And sometimes when I think about it, would I be willing to take a $100,000 pay cut to remain where I live now than making $300,000 a year and living in San Francisco? Right? $300,000, let's just say $250,000. When I look at the numbers, I'd save the same amount of money every year making $100,000 living here versus making $250,000 a year living in San Francisco because of just cost of living is so expensive. It's so interesting. And so when I really think about that, I just think about, wow, working remote is such like a blessing. It's so amazing. And don't take it for granted because a lot of people do. Last thing I want to talk about, though, is I don't know if I want to talk about it. I don't know if I will. You know what? I'm going to save this last part probably for when I come back from the Philippines on vacation. I'll be back in three weeks. Yeah, I'll save it for that. Anyway, this is all I want to talk about, y'all. Tech is changing. For the better, right? You know what? I'll talk about it. No, I won't. (laughs) Tech is changing, and I have a lot I want to talk about. By the way, if y'all may stand, let me know. If y'all want to subscribe to my newsletter where I start documenting my life in tech every single week, please subscribe to my newsletter below. And I am doing mentorships now. And I've lowered my prices significantly so I can meet with more people. I originally increased it significantly so I don't have to meet with people four or five times a day <laughs> just to save time. But it's something I'm very passionate about. So check it out too. Anyway, I'll see y'all in the next episode. Peace.